With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in everyone to our GSP Ace of the Day presented by DraftKings. We had so much fun giving our picks each day for this U.S. Open. Over the course of the two weeks, you could see us every morning on video. Of course, we were repping the fantastic DK merchandise that they sent us over. And of course, we are hoping to be doing something similar for the French Open coming up. But if for some reason you're not already playing along with us, you haven't, take advantage of DraftKings limited time offer for you Cracked Rackets fans. Here's how you can go do that to get in on the action right away. You're going to go to DraftKings.com, create your DraftKings Sportsbook account, and make a deposit. From there, DraftKings will match your first deposit at 20% up to $500. Even After that, it's even easier. You're going to make your first bet, and DraftKings will also match that with a risk-free first bet up to $500. Just go to DKNG.co slash cracked open to play. That's dkng.co slash cracked open. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, New Jersey, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, or 1-800-522-4700. You must be 21 years or older and in a participating state to take advantage of this offer. Deposit bonus is in DK dollars, which have no cash value and must be used on DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for more details. And again, uh, really appreciate DraftKings partnering with us for that U.S. Open. Really hoping we get to do something similar uh, for the French Open. I think I've learned my lessons from the U.S. Open. I've talked about this earlier this week. No more ridiculous parlays. We're going to keep the parlay safe and we're going to make it only when it's odds worthwhile, right? We're not going to parlay 10 favorites if it only gets us to plus 200, plus 300 odds because inevitably there will be one or two upsets on the day. We're also going to keep things simple, right? If we can look for the matches, the single matches with good odds where we feel confident in one side or the other, we've started to explore things like over-unders, you know, we've started to explore things like total games, all of those sorts of fun aspects of, you know, tennis that, you know, you can get into when you're playing along with our friends at DraftKings. And with that in mind, of course, Rome carries on. There is no rest here during this 2020. Uh, tennis season. They are trying to squeeze in as many matches as they can. We love it here at Crack Rackets because it not only gives us something to talk about each and every day on the mini break where we recap all of the action, talk about the biggest storylines, results, and controversies uh, in the tennis world, uh, but of course it gives us the opportunity to make our picks here on the podcast every morning for our GSP Aces of the Day. With that in mind, let's get into today's picks. And of course, uh, again, we are focused on Rome, but there's so much great tennis going on, as there always is across the globe. You look at some of these events happening 
at the challenger level. Uh, there's only the one event in Lassie, but it makes made up for by the fact that I think there's something like, what, six ITF events uh, between the men's and women's side, some of those double events. So a ton of action for you to get in on. Of course, sometimes you find even better value at the ITF level, at the challenger level. Everyone knows the big names on the ATP and WTA Tour. Thus, it's harder to find more valuable odds these past you know week and a half. We've been riding the Nuno Borges train because he continues to rack up wins at the futures level. I've said it before. I'll say it again. He's going to get to the challenger level very soon. Let's take advantage of him playing futures while we can. Uh, but of course, there are other players who are you know littered with uh, throughout the uh, ITFs, throughout the challenger world that I want to touch on. Not quite make my aces of the day because you know funky stuff always happens at the challengers and futures level, and that's another lesson we've learned. But certainly matches to note, and I will also say here at the top again if you want to see the spread for the full picks on the day, the matches I feel confident in, you know, put it in bold. Here's who I think is going to win this one. You can find the entire article with my list of picks on our website, crackedrackets.com. With that in mind, Let's look at the day's spread, and we're going to start, as we so often do here, uh, with some of the stayaways, because there are a lot of great matches in Rome, right? A lot of tennis for us to look forward to. That being said, you know, a lot of matches I'm not feeling very comfortable of, because one thing we've learned early on here, there have been a lot of funky results, right? Stan and Wawrinka losing to Lorenzo Musetti, now Musetti, a really talented young junior, but 6-0 in a first set, 7-6 in the second set, obviously, uh, that is not a result we expected. We saw Borna Chorich lose today to Travaglia. We saw Gofen go out to Marin Cilic, which is a result that would make sense if this were 2017. Certainly not in 2020. We saw Belinda Bencic getting knocked off pretty handily today. And so again, there are some funky results, some things we've learned. If a player hasn't played a match in a little bit of time, still be weary of them. Even if it's a player like a Gael Monfils, right, who certainly is going to enter his match today as a favorite as he takes on qualifier Dominic Kofer, who had an incredible three set seven six in the third win over Alex Dimenauer the round before. We just haven't seen Monfils play in a little bit, so I'm going to stay away from that one. You know, another guy, Fabio Fonini, coming back from injury. He got whooped in Kitzbühel last week. I talked about this a little bit yesterday. Uh, you know, some of these matches, the scheduling, DraftKings, what it says on the DraftKings schedule versus the tennis schedule. Uh, I think I've done a better job of figuring out what is what moving forward, so I think I talked a little bit about Umber yesterday. Needless to say, it's a stay away for me because Umber 22 and 24 in his career on Clay, but over two and a half sets in that one, plus 138. I don't hate it. I don't like it enough to make it an ace of the day, but I certainly don't hate it. But again, in terms of some of the stayaways, right? Kei Nishikori, we still don't know exactly what he looks like. He's actually plus 102 against Musetti tomorrow, and Musetti again coming off of a great win over Wawrinka. Nishikori looked, got tested in his match against Ramos Vinolas in round one, looked good and was able to come through in straight sets, but had that match gone to a third, I think a RV would have taken it. Nevertheless, this is a stay away from me. As great as it is to get value on Nishikori over an 18-year-old, I'm just not feeling very confident. Maybe you do. That's something you might be interested in. Ditto, you know, uh, Polona Herzog, who's looked really good on the clay, plus 143 against Kiki Burton. Kiki Burton, so good on clay. Obviously, when she is match fit, she just hasn't played in a while. And so that, for me, even though minus 177, that feels low for Burton's, uh, that's a stay away or a lean Herzog, if anything. There are 16 other stay aways scattered across the various levels, matches like Muguruza versus Goff 
Goff, Muguruza minus 286. That's too high. She hasn't played enough tennis. Uh, at the same time, Goff plus 220. That's very, that's a lot of respect on the name. Same deal. I haven't seen it, a, a lot of it from either of these players of late. Good win for Goff in round one over Jabour, but Muguruza is a whole nother beast on the hard court. So that's a stay away for me. Vandrusova Rus, no thank you. Kanta Bagu, same deal. Kasakina, Sinyakova, your guess is as good as mine. Um, you know, in terms of some of the other matches uh, that are happening on the men's side, Schwartzman, Milman, Hercots, Rublev, I just think those are pickums, and the odds are too lopsided one way or the other to feel confidently. I would probably like the underdogs in both of those scenarios in terms of the odds and the likelihood that they're going to win, but they're stayaways for me. Now, again, uh, you look at, we'll get into some of the overs and unders and uh, for games and sets in those matches, but, you know, in terms of picking a winner, those are stayaways. Some other fun matches that I'm just not going to touch from an odds perspective. Rodionov versus Matthias Borg. That's really fun. Carlos Taberner versus Casper Thuk. That's really fun. In terms of doubles matches, Cotton and Struve versus Piers and Michael Venus. That's great. Mahout Pear versus Meltzer, Roger Veselin. Cabal Fara versus Bopana Shapovalov. Those are all great matches, but all stayaways because I'm not exactly sure who the winners are going to be. In terms of some other matches that I like the odds, but you know, or I like winners. I just don't like the odds. I made the case for him yesterday. Arthur Rinderneck minus two ninety five. It's in the T zone, but I'm not confident enough in him beating Menendez Machiaris, who's a great clay player, uh, to throw that into a tease because it could be the match that ruins things. Uh, Halmi Munar, same deal. I want to trust him. I want to feel good about him going into Roland Garros. We've seen him, you know, have a lot of success on the clay before. Looked great there last year, but. That was last year. So get to the semifinals of this challenger in Lassie, and then I will come talk to you again once we get to French Open time. Uh, Andujar minus 715. Again, not going to really do anything with that. Uh, You know, some other ones that I think are interesting uh, from... uh, Excuse me, underdog perspective, Martin Dam plus 250 against Agamemnon. Dam, really talented young American. Just not sure how he fits on the clay. Uh, you know, Tim Van Ruchevin plus 140. I don't hate that. Uh, Tobias Simon plus 110 over Gertz. Don't hate that either. Uh, some other fun ones. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that one in a second, but some other pretty close to even odds that I'm just not confident enough to throw in. But Klezar minus 167. Alex Richard minus 195. Uh, Bianca Tarat the incredible player from Texas, minus 125. Anaconia making her return. The uh, What was she, a junior U.S. Open champion? If not, she was one of the most talented juniors, certainly, of the 2010s. Just injuries, uh, unfortunately, taking away these past three years from her. I believe she was a uh, U.S. Open quarterfinalist one year uh, at the women's level, but she's minus 145, which, again, we don't know how her body's going to hold up, but her at the ITF level, that feels like we're getting value in every match. Uh, and then Katie Valinets, plus 200. I'm just interested in that. Some other interesting doubles uh, players. I like Suarez Pavic, Huey Lamins, Galloway Hawk, uh, Striskova C, uh, Melikar and Schurz, all favorites. Some underdogs on the day, Muhammad and Rodianova, plus 180, and then Carter Stefani, plus 110. Both interesting. Both matches to keep in mind as we lean in towards the ace of the days and uh, aces of the day, excuse me, not of days, plural. 
It's the aces that should be plural. And with that in mind, again, uh, some of the other things that I'm just sniffing around, some of the matches I haven't mentioned yet. Uh, I really do like over two and a half sets on Bagu Kanta. That's plus 143. Hercots Rublev plus 190. Schwartzman Millman plus 155. Fonini Umber plus 133. You talk about over in games. Hercots Rublev minus 104. Not horrible. 22 and a half games for Schwartzman Millman is plus 118. Again, I don't hate those odds at all. Uh, in terms of some other really interesting matches, isn't Kennan at plus 120 a little bit disrespectful against Vika Azarenka? I know Vika's been playing great of late, and she was able to get over the hump, beat Venus Williams in two tiebreakers, but Sophia Kennan's t- a top five player in the world. Sophia Kennan has had time to train on the clay to get ready for this event. Azarenka flew straight from New York. Kennan at plus 120. Do I throw that into my ace of the day? Do I throw that in there? I might have to throw that in there. You know what? This is an on-the-fly audible, folks. This doesn't happen often here on the aces of the day. But just looking at that one again... I just think Vika's played a lot of tennis, and I know she's been playing really well of late, but Sophia Kennan is good on all three surfaces, folks. So you know what? I'm going to throw Sophia Kennan at plus 120. When you're getting a top 10, top 5, no, not top 10. That was disrespectful. A top 5 player in the world, and you're getting plus odds, you take it. You absolutely take it, unless it's maybe Naomi Osaka on grass, and it's, you know, I'm saying if it's not the fourth, second week of a major, and you're getting plus odds on a top five player in the world, you absolutely take it. In this case, Sophia Kennan, I know she's playing someone who's playing like a top five player in the world, but give me Kennan here. We're only going to put half a unit, $5, but Kennan five to win six. I like that. That's the audible we're going to make here uh, on the fly. We're going to make that a fourth ace of the day. I've got three others for you, but that is our fourth now. Oh, Sophia Kennan plus 125 to win six. I just think that you're getting value there. I think, again, Azarenka's played a lot of matches of late. Would not shock me uh, to see Kennan take that one. Uh, so that's ace of the day number one. Uh, some other matches that are not in the ace category. Raonic minus 240 over the deuce. I do like that. I like Shapovalov minus 315 over Martinez Portero as well, but Martinez Portero too good on the dirt and pl- uh, minus 315 not good enough odds to Either throw. I'm not confident enough in the pick to throw it in a tease, and the odds aren't good enough to bet on it individually. Here are the matches I'm feeling confident in. With that in mind, let's get to the aces of the day. <clears throat> Excuse me, Petra Martic versus Putin Seva. That's a matchup we've all heard before. It was, I believe, a quarterfinal matchup. Or excuse me, a round of 16 matchup. Yulia Putin Seva knocking off Petra Martic in a very close three-set battle. It was a back-and-forth affair. Putin Seva races out to a 5-1 lead in the third. Martic closes the gap to 5-4, takes an injury timeout. Putin Seva then able to hold, serve it out, so she wins the match. You know, both of these players are really good on clay. And for Putin Seva, she's made the quarterfinals at the French Open twice. It's the surface she has the highest career win percentage on. You know, for Martic, same deal, highest career win percentage. We saw her make a really good semifinal run in Palermo on the clay, excuse me, before uh, she headed to New York to get in on the action there. 
And I like Petra Martic. It's really, really difficult, especially when it's two top 20 players, to beat a player twice in a row. And I thought in that matchup, Martic had enough chances. That match was really on her rackets uh, at various different points in the match, and she just wasn't confident. She let the nerves of the moment get to her. I think she comes out swinging in this one. I think she's ready for Putin's save as junk. I think Clay, again, is the surface Martic is most comfortable on. Now, I do think this is going to be a really close match, so we're going to do two things in this one. We're going to take Petra. Petra Martic, who at minus 127 odds, fairly close to even for Martic, we're going to throw 750 on this match, 750, excuse me, we're going to throw an even 7 to yield 553 in return just to make the numbers a little bit cleaner. So we're going to throw 7 on that to yield 550 in uh, return, or 553. We're also going to throw a little bit on the over in terms of sets in that match. So over 2.5 sets plus 145 odds, we're going to go Five to win seven twenty five. So even if Putin Seva is able to take the match again. I think this is a battle. I think these two know each other's games too well at this point uh, to have anything but a three-set match, and I just think this is going to be a good one. So even if we get the winner wrong, I think we're going to get the over right, so we'll cover at a minimum by only 25 cents, but hey, it covers a cover. Uh, And even if Martich wins in straight sets, covers a cover. So uh, we are going to do those two bets, and I do like Martich to win in three, actually, so I think both of these are going to hit, but still, those are two of our aces of the day. We already talked about Kennan. Let's go quickly to three and four. Uh, the Cookie Monster, Daniel Kukerman, number one player in college tennis during the 2020 season. Uh, a guy who is still in college, still has eligibility at USC, but is playing this week at the futures level. He's plus 105 over Baptiste, uh, against Baptiste Crepat. Uh, <clears throat> the Cookie Monster yesterday comes back from, I believe, 6130 down. To beat Stefan Kozlov, one six six three six one, and simply put, I watched the Kooky Monster in person many a times. This is a guy who is playing at a top four hundred level. This is a guy who physically so solid can do so many things with the ball, so confident in his game. And how many times do we see players going into their senior year of college and they're making these, you're having these big results at the pro level uh, the fall before, and then they come back and it's guns blazing for their senior fall, and then they go from there. They have success on the pro tour. I think that's what we're about to see for Daniel Kukerman, and so I'm going to put at plus 105 odds. I think we're getting value there. Baptiste Kripat, a good player. Clay, his best surface, and you know he's a guy who's been top 200, but Give me Daniel Kukerman. I'm going to take the Cookie Monster. 5 to win, 525. That's ace of the day, number three. Now, I will say Cookie Monster, only two, or I think coming into this week, only two matches in his career on clay, but still... Uh, give me him. Uh, so that'll be ace of the day number three, only half a unit as well. Again, we're playing with low numbers, low units, simply because uh, clay tennis early on, it's going to produce funky results as we've talked about repeatedly. So those are three of our aces of the day. One more, a half a unit parlay, three-person parlay, but it's three people, and we're getting plus 332 odds. That feels about right. We've got two uh, have, uh, two favorites and one underdog for you. Annette Conteve, minus 375 over Kuznetsova. Kuznetsova, a three-set battle in her first match. Conteve has just looked so good over and over again in 
I've said it before, I think this is a player who's in the midst of one of those six-week stretches where you prove yourself as a top 10 player, you solidify yourself, you say, if you can repeat it for six weeks in a row, that's the sort of stretch that makes you elite. I think that's what we're seeing from Annette Conteve right now. I think the only thing that slowed her down in 2020 was the fact that there was no tennis for five and a half months. Svetlana Kuznetsova, good, really good first win for her. I take Conteve here, minus 375. I'm also going to take Casper Ruud to stop the run of Lorenzo. Lorenzo Senego, Rude, a good three-set win over Hatchinov in his first match. And what I like the most, he had a day off yesterday. He got to a day to rest up. Now he takes on Lorenzo Senego, the Italian, minus 245. I just think Rude's the real deal. I think he's a second-week contender, not a contender in the second week, but a contender to make the second week of the French Open. I've made that case before. He's minus 245. We're going to throw him in here with Conteve. And then we're going to throw in the really very, 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 very talented doubles team of Aoyama and Shibahara. Uh, they are plus 141 over Halep Nicolescu. I know Simona Halep's the best player on the court, but Iona Shibahara are the better doubles team. And so you're going to throw them in there, get the underdog. That makes that is what gets us to these plus 332 odds, and it feels really good. So I'm going to take it. Conteve, Rude, Aoyama, Shibahara, half a unit, $5 plus 332 odds. So that five is going to yield you 1658 in return. Those are picks for today's GSP Ace of the Day. So a quick recap. <clears throat> Excuse me, just wanted to clear the voice for uh, the the boldness of the the moment, these picks. Uh, we're going to take two in the Petri martich putin save a match. We're going to take Martich at minus 127, seven to win 553. We're also going to take the over two and a half sets, five to win 725. We're going to take Kennan at plus 120 over Azarenka, five to win six. We're going to take the Kuki Monster, Daniel Kukerman over Baptiste Crepet, five to win 525. And then we're taking a parlay of Conteve, Rude, and Aoyama Shibahara, uh, plus 332 odds. $5 to win 1658. A reminder to get in on all of the action, just go to dkng.co slash cracked open to play. Again, a huge shout out as always to our super producer, Max, like, super producers, excuse me, Days. Uh, ace, aces, days, producer, producers, super produces, supers, producer. Anyways, a huge shout out. Leave that all in our super producers, Max Fligner and Daniel Westhoff, who have a of an adding job to do as always and just day in day out they bring uh, their best they're hitting aces each and every day so shout out to them uh, again if you want to hear a recap of what is going on in the tennis world be sure to go check out the mini break podcast and like rate subscribe review this podcast the mini break crack interviews and inside out podcasts uh, be sure to check out our website crackedrackets.com for all of the content and Twitter Instagram Facebook you want to follow us we're at cracked rackets you want to follow me message me with your advice for picks you want to talk about some of the bad beats you might have taken, please feel free to share your stories. I'm at Great Shot Pod. Uh, but with that being said, for our wonderful friends at DraftKings, our super producers, Max Fligner and Daniel Westhoff, and all of us here at Cracked Rackets and the Tennis Channel Podcast Network, I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. You know what we say. Hey, great shot. And maybe odds be ever in your favor.